Welcome to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roshka, your host, and I am so blessed to have you joining me today. I just love you guys. I'm getting some good reports of of how the radio program is blessing and ministering them, and that just encourages me, but that's why we're doing it. So it's so exciting. Well, today we've got something really awesome going to happen. I know y'all enjoyed last week Miss Sylvia McGinnis. She's an anointed and gifted author. She is a very gifted artist. She's a teacher. She also, uh, God uses her in prophetic words and much wisdom, and she's just a blessing. And we talked about last week the power of forgiveness. And it is such a vast subject. We only covered one little smidgen of it, just a tiny little bit. But it's it's something that uh, in this world, in our individual lives, in this nation, we need to experience and walk in forgiveness. And and how do you do it? And it's not always easy and it's not always fun. And so we're going to talk about that today. And I pray it ministers to you and blesses you. So Miss Sylvia McGinnis, welcome again to our program. Thank you. I am so honored to get a second try. (laughs) Well, the first try was wonderful. (laughs) It was wonderful. It was so good we needed to do more. See, that's the way you have to look at that. that. See, we just need to do more. So, well, God, God has given you a lot of revelation and teaching and insight regarding forgiveness, so much so that you wrote two books, and uh, God is using that. Tell us a little bit about that and what you want to share about forgiveness today. Well, I wrote the two books out of a personal experience. Maybe you call it Refiner's Fire. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I found out that because I was judging so much, and I, it was a natural way of life, judging. As a matter of fact, the media kind of tells us we ought to have an opinion mm-hmm. about everything. They feed that, don't they? Yes, they do. And it's actually judgment, but we don't realize it's judgment. But because I was judging members of my family so much, they weren't changing. And I didn't realize that when you judge, you actually put them sort of in a cage where God can't get to them to change them. So I had to change in order for them to change. Now, I think the problem is we don't understand what forgiveness is. We somehow think that if we're really nice people, uh, we just forgive. And that's the end of that. It's just okay what they did to us. No, it's not okay. Mm -hmm. And God doesn't say it's okay, but I'll tell you what God does say. He says, I will contend with those who contend with you. He says, vengeance is mine, saith God. I will repay. And he says, what people sow, that is what they're going to reap. So there is a justice on God's side when we forgive. But forgiving just means I'm not the judge. I'm going to take them off my hook. I'm going to put them on God's hook. Go get them, God, because they need to change too. Well, Miss Sylvia, there's been a few times in my life that I wanted to be the judge and the jury. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to exact that punishment and and. Usually it was my poor husband that was getting the brunt of that. You know, he was usually the one that I was, now you just messed up, and this is how you messed up, and this is every way that you did it, and and buddy, you're going to pay either through my silence or my anger or my manipulation. Oh, yeah, I did it all. Mm -hmm. I will confess. Mm -hmm. And the poor man would sit there like, huh? 
What did I do? I what just I went do? to work. I worked all day. <laughs> I, I'm trying to keep a roof over your head and the baby's fed. And, and what did I do? Right. Well, right. He was, I was trying to get him to meet a need that he was not created, nor could he ever meet. And it was you only had God. unrealistic expectations, which yeah. gave you a justification <laughs> to judge. And God just waits. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Ow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you want him to change, right? Right. And you want him to see how to be more sensitive towards you. Yeah. But because it's can't. all about me. Yeah. He you know, it's all about me, right? I yeah. am the princess. It's all about me. Exactly. Yeah. That was kind of the way it went. <laughs> right. I'm exactly. getting better at that. I'm right. afraid right. much about it, Miss Sylvia. Can help I, me. Help me. Can I tell you a story about unrealistic expectations? Please do. Apparently, I, and, I probably still uh, need and it. Judging <laughs> and judging. And perceptions, the perceptions we have, sometimes they're real and sometimes they are not real. And we perceive that our husband is not being sensitive to us. But we don't know what's going on in his head. Okay, so I'm going to tell a quick story. It says in the Bible, don't be conformed to the thinking of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Let God speak to you some truth. So here's this guy. He's got a shiny new sports car. He is so proud of himself. Let's say he is arrogant. (laughs) He takes it out on a mountain road. He's going around those turns. He's all over the road. His hair's flying in the wind. And as he goes around this turn, here comes a blonde the other way in a shiny new sports car convertible, her hair flying in the wind, but she is way over the middle line, and he has to pull off on the side, and as she goes by, she yells, pig, and he turns around, and he's so angry, and he yells, cow, and that's when he hit the pig. Wrong perception, (laughs) right? (laughs) Okay, so there there are times, and I meet a lot of people with this problem, is that because a, a loved one has treated them in a certain way, they make the assumption that that loved one wants to hurt them right, and all right. of that. And more times than not, that person doesn't even know, like you said yeah. with your husband, yeah. that they've done anything wrong. But we perceive it as a betrayal. Yes. yes. How dare he? How dare yeah. she? Yeah. And, and you know, here, here's the truth is. We've all been done wrong. Oh, yeah. But we've all done wrong. Yeah. Too. That's right. (laughs) So we really need to extend some grace, you know, because uh, we've we've dished it out, too. Or or maybe I'm the only one. Uh, (laughs) Oh, so godly that I am. I have dished it out a time or two in my life and had to have much grace and mercy from the Lord and those that I dished it out to. Can I throw in a very... uh, Uh, challenging thought please throw throw away go ahead I believe that what we see in other people is what God is trying to show us about oh you didn't have to go there you you did not (laughs) Miss Sylvia you did not just go there did you I did (laughs) so the the thing that irritates us and frustrates us the most about somebody else is really what we're dealing with and what frustrates and irritates us the most okay from now on I'm not even saying anything (laughs) to anybody about their stuff (laughs) Well, well, what do you do with all this stuff? What do you do? (laughs) 
Well, first, understand what forgiveness is, okay? okay? We know that Jesus died on the cross to pay for our sin. One of the things he paid for was our judgment against other people. But whatever they did, he paid for that also. Mm. Now, because God is trying to take ground back from Satan, who took it at the fall, way back in the garden. Mm -hmm. We are the ones that take the ground back for him, okay? So he works through us to take the blood of Jesus, apply it over the sin of those who are doing wrong, okay? opening up heaven so that God can work on them and change them. That's our job. So it's not just that you're doing this for people that have hurt you. You got your antennas out for people that are causing uh, chaos, lack of peace. What's going on around you? Where is it that God is calling you to put the blood? Uh, one time I'm in a line uh, I, uh, at a restaurant and I see an argument developing between the cashier and the person in front of them. So what do I do? I'm in a long line. Now, for my sake, I'd like them to get over their argument so I can get on with it, but that's not the point. I, I say, Lord, I ask you to forgive both of them. I pray the blood of Jesus over them. Bring your angels now and begin to bring peace here. And within seconds, here comes a manager. He smooths everything over, and we all go on. There are things that we are called to do to apply the blood over wherever we see disagreement, wherever mm -hmm. we see a problem. Mm -hmm. We apply the blood. Revelation says we are kings and priests. Kings take back ground. Yes. Priests apply the blood, get the forgiveness of God so that the people can be free. That's what we do. Yeah. yeah. Amen. You know, you, as you're talking about the unrest and the situation in the grocery store, it reminds me of one time my husband and I went out to eat at this restaurant, and there was a gentleman seated right behind us. So his back is to the back, to my husband's back, right? And we're real close. And this gentleman got on the phone and was speaking very loudly for quite a while and then he been be started cursing i mean the bad cursing bad. you know the yeah. really bad words <laughs> right. and um I, I mean it just i could see it was getting under my my husband's skin and he's a german and he is he doesn't mind how he you know explains something <laughs> to you and so he's getting mm -hmm. offended for me mm -hmm. He's getting very angry. Mm -hmm. And I thought, and I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to ignore the whole situation. I'm talking, talking, talking. You know, I'm trying to get him to think about something else because I could see it's rising. And this gentleman just, I mean, 10 minutes. I mean, this, this guy's just going on. All of a sudden, my husband just gets up. He turns around. He said, sir, you don't need to be talking like that and using that language in this restaurant. restaurant. There are ladies and there are children, and I don't appreciate it, and I don't want my wife hearing it. Well, I about slid under the table, because it was loud. <laughs> the entire, everybody's looking, and I'm going, oh dear Jesus. Now I'm looking around, who all knows me in here? Well, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. <laughs> but I'll guarantee you that, and the man, he just, he, he really re didn't react in a nice way. And he, you know, wonder if he want to take it outside. My husband, well, if you want to. And I was like, oh, dear Jesus. Oh, dear Jesus. <laughs> dear Father, 
rapture me right now out of here, dear God. And, you know, the, the, at this point, it's quiet as a church mouse in that place, except for I'll my bet. husband and this man. But I, my husband was trying to honor me, yes. and he didn't like me being disrespected. And to him, that was being disrespectful. Yes. Well, the man did. He was quiet. And he got off the phone. And my husband sat down. My husband said, thank you, sir. Sat back down. And there's tents in the entire restaurant. You could cut it with a knife. Oh, yeah. And so my husband and I then had issues with it because I was like, oh, why did you do that? Oh, my God. And he's looking at me and I got thinking about, you know, but he was my husband. And it was his way of protecting me and guarding me. But I got (laughs) all upset, you know. So then we had a problem. So I had to ask him to forgive me and and vice versa over over that. I mean, stuff like that happens a lot and it steals our peace. It robs our peace. And then it causes a problem. You know, um, I would have preferred my husband to have handled it another way, but that's not him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so I just have to leave it at that and and realize, you know what? That was another instance I could not control him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I and could it not is, control him, and I'm not called to. About control, isn't I it? know, Miss Sylvia. Yeah. I know it is. <laughs> Even that desire to slam cabinet doors and oh, give yeah. them the oh, silent yeah. I've, treatment I've, I've did that many, is all many about years control. When I was right. much younger, I, I don't do that anymore. Just, just saying. Just thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, when we talk about husbands and wives. Sometimes someone in the family gets sick or they're having an emotional issue or whatever, and the other person appears to be very insensitive and cold. And so we view that as they don't care and turn that around to say, I must not be loved. And they begin believing that. Now, the other person, what they don't realize is the other person doesn't know how to handle their problem. Mm -hmm. And they may be appearing to be very insensitive because they're fighting with themselves. Mm -hmm. They feel inadequate. They don't know how to take care of this problem. Mm -hmm. So you end up with one person feeling betrayed and the other person feeling like by your reaction to your own problem, you're betraying me. You're not mm-hmm. loving me. Mm-hmm. And there's division. You're not appreciating me. My husband yeah, didn't feel like right. I appreciated appreciation, him in that situation right. for what he was trying to do. That's well, right. and, and looking back, I realized it was partly pride on my part and worried about what people were thinking and ah, saying. Yes, right. And, uh, and then, so because of that pride and worrying about what they were thinking, then I was trying to control him and control the situation. But And I put my head down and I'm just like, oh, Lord, dear Jesus, help us. Let's just get out of this restaurant, you know. And my husband just mm-hmm. calmly sat down and, and uh, it was done for him. It was, it was done. It was not done for me yeah. it was not done you know how we women are sometimes it's not done hold for a while. On to it. and that yeah. man's like i've already moved on i've caught that's in my box it's it's in my box of the past I, it's done we're over with we've moved on to something else and we women you know we have our brains are like spaghetti you know it's all everything intertwines this thought intertwines with that thought and that thought and this one and next thing you know we're right back to the same place we started and the husband is like what on earth are you talking about? I don't even have a clue what you mean. And because they put it in a box and they can move on, you know, and we can't. But you have tied yourself internally. (laughs) You have tied yourself 
to the situation, and now you're carrying big <laughs> burdens around I because know, all I those to. grudges <laughs> from the past get real heavy. Yeah, real I know. I've, I've learned some things the hard way, the hard way. You know, Jesus, take the Lord will take you the easiest way you'll come. Sometimes I didn't come very easy. I was like kicking a stream, and I'm not going to forgive, and, I, and I'm going to take authority over the situation, control it, and I'm going to oh, do yeah. this. Oh, and yeah. it's like, hmm. No, that's not what I'm telling you to do. And, you know, and sometimes we go kicking and screaming. But my heart, you know, our hearts are to serve him and our, our hearts are to please him and to bring him right. glory. And that's what keeps pulling you along. And so uh, thankfully, praise God, my husband and I hardly ever have an argument anymore. That's awesome. Yeah, if, it, if we do, it might be a doozy. It might be a doozy, but we don't just sit and argue all the time. You know, I'm just being real. I'm just being real. Maybe, you know, somebody out there is a real Christian like me that kind of struggles with things and, and kind of could, you know. But my guess is that at this point, you've discovered that your husband really never intends to hurt you. Right. And that if you have an argument, it's usually a communication problem. Yep. And if you both talk about your feelings mm -hmm. and all that, it will straighten out. I talk about my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> and Very listens. often, I'm sure. Right, right, do. right. Well, I really don't anymore because it's like, yeah. But that, you know, we've been married 35 years. Uh -huh. right. Which I, let me remind everybody, I was an infant when I got married. Just yes. let me get that uh, oh, straight. Yeah. But yeah, we've been married for 35 years. So we, we've, we've been through a hard time. We've been through good times. We've learned a lot. We're still learning. Yes. We're still learning. Every day. And, mm -hmm. uh, but I think it, it makes such a difference, especially in husbands and wives, that you forgive quickly. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. don't allow that bitterness to grow and that root there because it festers and it, and it, and it just, it leads to uh, that hatefulness and hatred and anger and oh, you know judgment and criticism right. all those things that that is so unhealthy for a marriage or any relationship mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. if you look in our nation right now so many so i've never ever ever seen anything like this such upheaval uh such hatred and anger and judgment on every i mean just all the way around mm -hmm. and it's just festering and boiling in our nation we need to understand the power of forgiveness and we need to pray for our nation that's right that there is a forgiveness and there's a releasing of those strongholds and those word curses that we speak out of. we can we can speak a word curse over people by the way we judge them and well he never changes or they're always this way or, yes. or you know and those things right. Uh, they have power. Your, the Bible yes. says, talks about your words. They have power. Right. And so to learning at times, if you can't say the right thing, just keep your mouth shut. Now, that was a kicker for me. Mm -hmm. Just, okay, because I'm a talker. I don't know if you notice that. No, but I I'm didn't a talker. notice that. I like yeah. to talk. <laughs> and, and, and so, okay, mm. well, I'm going to be silent because apparently I don't have the right attitude or the right spirit. Good. I'm not exhibiting the fruit yeah. of the spirit of love, joy, peace, gentleness, meekness, goodness, you know, all that stuff. I'm not exhibiting that right now. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Right. And Lord, let that fruit grow in me. And God is so faithful. Yeah. He is so faithful. But it's important, Miss Sylvia, with um, children and parents. Mm-hmm. Even grown children, especially teenage oh, children, yes, uh, siblings, mm -hmm. people in our community, it's it's so absolutely important that we allow the Spirit of God to change in us what we need to change mm -hmm. to remove the woundedness, mm -hmm. the hurt, the fear, the anger, the misunderstanding in order for us to get set free and so that we can give the love. It's like you were talking about um, you know, my husband, he, 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 
he was wanting to do something for me and he did it in he, the way he thought was best. And then I didn't appreciate mm-hmm. the, the, the root behind it. I didn't appreciate why he was doing what he was doing. I didn't appreciate the way it was done. Mm-hmm. And there we had a conflict. And it may seem silly, but we had a pretty good little conflict over that, you know. Mm-hmm. But learning, for one thing, understanding that the other person's heart, mm-hmm. right? That's right. You have to understand their heart and, and their perception and what they're dealing with and, and their personality. Now, if you've been very wounded as a child... You may put into someone else what that, mm-hmm. like that parent, for instance. Mm-hmm. If you have a father, if you're a lady and you have a father who treated you very, very badly, then when you get married, uh, you often put that on your husband. Mm-hmm. And it's really your father that you're mad at, but you think you're mad at your husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're carrying that baggage. Yeah. You know, especially if you were abused and or neglected or abandoned or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know firsthand you have to allow those things mm-hmm. to be healed right. and deliver it and say, I'm, you know, I'm not going to choose to live that way and I'm not going to project it onto my husband. Mm-hmm. He's not the one that did it. Right. This person is not the one that did it. And so I can't judge them for what somebody else did but boy is that the normal thing to do you judge them that this person this new person Mm -hmm. on the basis of what the other one did now that's why i wrote the first book Mm -hmm. which is the title of would you believe Mm -hmm. and it is a uh a what do you call it a self-help book Mm -hmm. on getting closer to god and bringing up some of that woundedness and getting that healed mm-hmm. so that you are free to forgive. Because I found that some people had a hard time forgiving <clears throat> because they were still so wounded mm-hmm. from the past. Right. So there are prayers in that book. You can just follow it through step by step. And you can get a lot of deep healing in your soul mm-hmm. so that you're able to forgive. And they can get that book on Amazon. Is that correct? Yes. Both books are on Amazon, that and The Powerful Secret of Forgiveness. Okay. Uh And, uh, or, folks, you could also go to my website at lueda.org, and you can leave a comment there, and uh, we will be glad to make sure that uh, she gets that request for that book and and we get it to you. Uh, But, again, you can go to Amazon, and uh, you can order Out of the Darkness into the Light, The Powerful Secret of Forgiveness, and Would You Believe?, uh, it talks about the lies we believe, the truth that sets us free by author Sylvia McGinnis. That's M-C, capital G-I-N-N-I-S. want to make sure you are able to get uh, the right spelling so you can order those books. It will bless you and minister to you. Folks, you are listening to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. I am honored to be your host, Lueda Roschke. I want to invite you to go to our website at lueda.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. Uh, also, I invite you to call our toll-free prayer line at 866-241-0579. We would love to pray for you. We believe in miracles and we have anointed, trained prayer partners that will pray for you. 
Uh, also go to uh, our Facebook at Loretta Roshke Ministries and like us, and you can get previous podcasts of our radio programs and our TV programs and just different things that God is doing in this ministry. We want to connect with you. We want to minister to you. That is the entire reason that we're here today. And so I want you to stay tuned. Uh, we have many wonderful things coming up in the second half of our program. We're going to have a short break, and we are going to talk about some of the excuses of not forgiving and how you can actually pray to be forgiven, how you can release that unforgiveness and uh, kind of lead you through that with Miss Sylvia Guinness, McGinnis. What a blessing she is. So glad she is here today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> 